It is okay. It is all right. It is 100% fine to have high standards for yourself and for the people you work with. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. Are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work that you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into grant-funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you have been to every career development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face, if you are working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first, if you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help early career women of color faculty in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, my six-month comprehensive high-performance coaching program for high-achieving early career women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good, so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. We teach you productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you to build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you're ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to book a coaching consult call today by visiting kemidole.com backslash grant. After you book your call, you will complete an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. 
No more secret worrying that you just don't have what it takes. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to up-level your experience and your impact. Book a coaching consult today to get your career foundation score. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to book your call. Hello, hello. All right. So um, I want to talk to y'all today about how it is okay. It is all right. It is 100% fine to have high standards for yourself and for the people you work with. So I think ultimately, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now what this episode is about, like the underneath, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you underneath this episode is about championing you, championing you, right? Like I I'm here basically to gas you up. Like I might be getting there in a different way, but I deeply want, I want us to understand our own greatness. And this is what I want to talk to you all about. And it, it starts a piece of the reclamation of this is being able to own high effing standards. Because here's the thing. I unapologetically, ah, look at that. Unapologetically want you to be excellent. Like if you have been following me now for a while, um, if you've been reading my newsletters, you know that I'm not into playing small. I'm not here for mediocrity. I'm not here for an average career, average goals. Like that's just not me. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has their thing. Do you? Okay. There's no shame in this game. I'm just telling you. I'm not here for all that. I'm here for excellence. I want you to be so great at what you want to do, what you want to do with your career. I want you to be so great at that, that it's almost rude. Like that's what I'm talking about. You resonating with that? I'm talking to you. And the thing is, I fully, fully, fully believe that you're capable of that. And it's like a no brainer to me. And I'll tell you a little bit why, as we talk today, because part of the mess of academics, <laughs> um, there's a lot, but part of the mess of academics, academic medicine, allied fields is that it creates all of this pressure for the gold stars. And yet weirdly can leave like the quality of work as a secondary issue. And I know that that sounds nutty. I know, but think about it. Like the way that there is so much pressure on getting the grant and getting funded and like so much less curiosity about like the quality of the research plan that's put together or the quality of the execution is I think one of the more glaring ways I think this shows up, but I think that it shows up in all sorts of small ones too. Like the way that our culture is oriented around the gold stars and the quote rock stars and all of that, it's so much more about like racking up, right? Racking up the high impact paper, racking up the grant and all that. And listen, I'm not downplaying any of that. I got those. I like them. It's fine again, but the pressure is around that. It's almost like it's secondary. Like what is the work? What is the impact? What is the quality? And that is weird, but I think it has a really problematic consequence. You know, we're going to dig into that today. 
So put what I just said in the parking lot, follow me friends. (laughs) The secondary issue. So like alongside this kind of pressure of the gold star over the quality in, in a lot of ways, we also have this kind of push and this drive around wellness, wellness in our careers, having holistic lives, all that stuff. Now, I am for all of that. I am for a balanced, sustainable career. I'm not, as you know, I'm not interested in anybody burning out. I don't want to be on that train myself. I don't want any of y'all on that train. And appropriately, you know, a lot of the conversation and emphasis around wellness is about this concept of pulling back, of not hustling all the time, right? And reclaiming time and space and rest for ourselves. I agree. We need to do this. And (laughs) this is most appropriately applied with respect to the hustle and the pressure over the gold stars and the unwritten rules, right? The gold stars around like, what grant do you have? What paper did you publish? And the unwritten rules around, this is how we work. This is how we do things. We're always available. We're never off. All of that stuff. Like, do we need to disengage and distance from that? Yes, absolutely. And that is distinct. That is distinct from a drive to be excellent, to have high standards for your work, to have a big and impactful career and do meaningful work in the world. Like I want to decouple those. What I want to offer to you is that when we actually disengage from the pressure of the gold stars, when we actually are, as I've told y'all before, when we're actually the goal is about the impact of the work. When we're actually driven and we're navigating by the intention of the work that we want to do, instead of like claiming that win of this particular mechanism or this particular journal or whatever, when we're actually driven by that and you disengage from that, you naturally become so much more interested in the quality of your work. Because that's now the drive. That's now the the specifics that's pushing you. And when that happens, that's when I want you all to, to be free, to feel free, to have high effing standards for yourself and for the people that you work with. So when I say that your intention is just as important as your, as your goal, this is what I mean. When I say that your goal should be your impact and not a grant or paper, this is part of the reason why I say that. Because when we can refocus away from some of these external tangibles. And I know they're important. Don't come into my mentions. I know they're important. I know you need them for promotion. I'm not saying any of that. I'm talking about what is driving you on a day in and day out basis. When we can disengage in that, and we're so much more focused on the intention of the work, the impact we could have, making manifest what we want to do with our careers When we're in that space, would I never want anybody, any of us to feel now limited, right? By this idea that we can't dream, we can't have, excuse me, high standards. We can't go for the best, the cream of the crop of our own potential and the cream of the crop of our own work. And I think that those conversations can get a little muddied. And I think that at times, very well-meaning advice around the wellness piece, you know, like you can't have it all at once. You know, we have to pull back, like B minus effort, all that stuff. Like I actually, I employ all of that in different arenas. So it's like, it's not that I disagree, but I never, I never want us to feel basically that like 
in order to have sustainability, in order to have wellness, we have to lower the standards of our own work or lower the standards we have in terms of our own desire to do meaningful work in the world. Ultimately, it's not just that it's like, it's okay to have high standards for yourself. It is, right? But I want to talk about why. So one, it is okay to have high standards for yourself. One of the major reasons why this is okay, and hopefully I have convinced you at least to this point that when I say high standards, I do not mean working all the time. I do not mean chasing the gold stars, right? I do not mean hustling for your worthiness, right? It's okay to have high standards for yourself because high standards does not equal overworking. Those do not have to go together. That's the first reason why you should have high standards. So if, if high standards don't have to come along with overworking, can we all agree to get back to high effing standards for ourselves and our work because we care about what we want to do in the world, please? <laughs> Number two, the other reason why it's okay to have high standards is because if that's your inclination, like if that's like naturally part of you, like if you show up and you're like, wait, let's check it again. <laughs> like, wait, you put my name on that? Hold on. I want to read the proofs again, right? If that's you, if you're like, you know, this is good, but how can we make it better? If that is your natural inclination, your path to sustainability, your path to sanity isn't to blunt that. It's not to take some like blunt wellness, you know, or burnout prevention instrument and just try to like blunt and hold that down and pretend that that's not true about yourself. No, if you're naturally inclined to come out here and show up and work your hardest and do your best, I want you to understand that that is gold. That is part of your personal genius. I'm using that word on purpose. That 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 place in you that is not just dreaming big, but wants to do it well, that cares that it's not just about the image. It's not just about the splashy headline. It's like the work must be good. That is an integral part of the value that you bring. It's the value that you bring to your work. It's also the value you bring to your institution and other things. And there's nothing wrong with that drive. Our job, our job is to be able to understand that, protect, and then filter that unapologetically and accurately So it is moving always in service of the work that we want to do in our careers. That's our job. Our job is not to blunt. Our job is not to turn it off. Our job is not to, it's not to pretend like we don't have that. Our job is not to run around with this like fake apathy, right? This like fake cool, like, oh, you know, whatever, good enough, you know, whatever. No, you don't have to do that in order to keep sanity. What you do have to do is take responsibility and understand, I have an incredibly powerful drive to do excellent work. I got high effing standards. So it is actually my job to make sure that that kind of energy that I bring is appropriately directed, protected, and filtered towards me creating the career I want and doing the work that I want to do in the world. That's the second reason why it's okay to have high standards. Third reason, y'all, Your ideas deserve this. We're not here by default. We're not here by accident. You have some work you want to do in the world. You have some 
some real impact that you see, some real potential that you see of what you could bring to your field, you know, beyond the one-on-one patient care, beyond even the one-on-one teaching, right? You have, you have an idea of what you could make with this career. It's not only like super fulfilling, but you see that impact out there. Those ideas that you've got, that reason why it's worth all the other BS, especially women of color, especially, especially, especially black women in academic medicine, those ideas that make it worth all of the other BS we have to deal with, they deserve high standards. They deserve our absolute best. So that's the third reason why it's okay. And not just okay, but can we just say like, okay, I'll leave it at okay. (laughs) I'll leave it at okay. It is okay to have high standards for yourself and the people you work with. So now I want to talk about that because if you're going to do this work to organize yourself in your career, if you're going to do this work to set up boundaries for yourself, if you're going to do this work so that you not only can appreciate this energy that you bring, but you can protect it, you're going to do the work to protect it. You're going to do the work to have boundaries, right? You're going to do the work to optimize your micro environments, to find peace in the chaos of whatever is around you. So you can make this meaningful work tangible in the world. If you're going to do all that, it is okay. It is all right to want to work with those with equally high standards. That's all right. Especially as women, it's just so easy for us to think like we don't get to ask or demand high quality work. We have to accept whatever we're given, right? Mostly because of the, we got to quote unquote, be nice BS, right? And so one, I just invite you to think about that as another way, honestly, that of just literally dampening your potential, you know, by making you believe that it's reasonable to settle for a lower standard than what you intrinsically know your ideas deserve and what you intrinsically bring to the table yourself. You don't have to do that, y'all. You don't have to do that. What you do need to do, what we all need to do, what I personally strive to do and I encourage you to is always, always to be kind and to be clear with the folks that we work with, 100%. And I'm talking about collaborators and staff and trainees. I'm talking about all three of these. A little bit different, slightly different kind of style, execution with all three, but it's all the same. We want to be kind. We want to be clear. And we want to give folks the gift of high expectations. Let them rise to the occasion and blow their own minds. That doesn't happen when we're honestly not stepping into what we deserve, what we deserve with the energy and the desires that we have. It doesn't happen when we feel like we're not allowed to have high standards, when we feel like it's mean to expect more from folks. You don't actually give people an opportunity to grow and be impactful and be amazing and also find value in what they're doing. What I want to offer to you is that everybody actually, not just some people, everybody in terms of work, it's like a human desire and need to want to contribute in some way to the world outside of yourself and to want to see your contributions and be able to judge them yourself as good, right? And like, well, I did that. Everybody has that to some extent. And the way I think about it is that like, you know, if you're working with somebody and 
they're not interested in high standards. <laughs> they're not interested in rising to the occasion. They're just not a good fit for what, what you're working on. That partnership might not be the best fit. You might not have priorities aligned. I'm not, I'm not judging that person. There's nothing wrong, right? But that, that is a misalignment that can be corrected through either a conversation or a new partner. Whole other podcast. <laughs> I will do one. But it does come back to this comfort. And I think why I'm, I'm really focusing on this is because the internal has to happen first. Like we have to own and claim these things internally for ourselves first for us to actually be able to express them and then be able to see the benefit, to see the blessings, honestly, that come when you can really fully own your expectations, your own high standards for yourself and those that you have for other people. And it always starts inside. And I think one of the reasons why we don't, we don't necessarily feel comfortable or we, we don't even feel like we can or we're, we're scared to own high standards to say, yeah, like I am bringing my best always is because of this confused narrative that we have that essentially equates wanting to be your best and do your best and have your work be as best as you are capable. We have this muddied conversation where that equates with overworking, that equates with burnout, you know, that equates with an imbalance and it can, it does not have to, it does not have to. What I'm really interested in, my lane, (laughs) the lane that I invite all of you in to explore, this is the place I want all of us to get into this spot, when you get into this lane and take off, is the lane of big goals, major potential, high standards, constant striving for great work, for impactful work, for meaningful work, and, and balance, clarity, nourishment, a feeling of being at ease, and not just thankful, but truly nourished by your career. That's what I wanted to share with you today. I want you to consider what are there high standards that you've put to the side because you've decided they're not possible. Where have you abdicated your own inner drive because you believe that was the only way to gain to gain some sanity or gain some sleep, right? Or avoid burnout. Where have you accepted less than stellar work? Sometimes much less than stellar work because you didn't really believe that you were allowed to want more. You didn't believe that you were allowed to have higher expectations. I'll tell you what my experience has been. My experience has been being clear and kind, taking the responsibility to explain the goal of the work that I'm trying to do, the impact we're trying to have, the philosophy behind it, the challenges we faced and how we've had to overcome them, the challenges we've faced that honestly I'm hashtag still overcoming, <laughs> like not resolved, right? Being clear about all that. And, and coupling that with, this is why, this is why here we work in excellence. This is why here we have high standards. 
This is why here we want A plus effort, not born out of overwork, but born out of the fidelity, the care, the true desire, the motivating, the primary motivation being making the change, creating the difference that we want to do, that we want to have in this arena. And taking it upon myself to make sure that that is shared, that is clear, allows one, amazing partnerships between collaborators, between mentors, between research staff members, between trainees. Two, allows honestly the beauty of seeing somebody rise to the occasion and do amazing work and get to own that, which creates more desire to keep working in that kind of environment, right? It creates a collaboration where, gosh, both people are growing, expanding from this. And the third thing is that it creates a sense of belonging for me. Because the other thing that's true is that we can't do this alone. We can't do this as an island. This whole thing, this whole faculty member, academic medicine, public health, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) This whole thing, making a big impact, hashtag big goals, big dreams, big impact. Girl, nobody's doing that alone. Nobody. And when we can fully own how much we care, when we can fully own, when we can fully own, protect and direct that energy we have, those high standards appropriately into our work and not scattered everywhere else trying to chase everybody else's gold stars. When we can do that, then we can communicate it too. We can share it too. And we can create, we can actually create the environment that becomes home. We can actually create that belonging that oftentimes we're looking for by spreading this energy far and wide looking for a place to belong. We create that ourselves within our careers. That is actually, to me, what is so beautiful, what I love so much about being faculty in academic medicine. It is the creativity, is the ability to build, not just build work out there, but literally build your environment around you through that work, all the tools available to do that. It is possible. And I want you to know, to come back to where we started, And it is possible for you. Don't you dare, don't you dare play small because you think it's not okay to have high standards because you think you don't deserve stellar work. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You step into that excellence. You claim those goals and then you get the support, the tools and the strategies so that you make sure you're honing that energy well and that you are actively disengaging this desire from any of that overwork, hustle, hustle, nonsense culture. No, we're not here for that. All right, y'all. I want you to be excellent because you are excellent already. Already. You are amazing. And if if you're hearing that and you're like, mm, I don't know, do me a favor. Do one thing. Sit down and write down everything that you have done so far this month. Just write it down. If it's the first of the month by the time this comes out, because y'all, I don't know what the schedule is, <laughs> then do it for last month. Don't skip anything. Write down every single thing you did. Then look at that list and tell me. You are amazing. You absolutely can do the thing that you most want to do. 
The thing that you think is the dream, the pipe dream, that is the very crux. That is the mm, key ingredient for the impact that you are going to have in your career. 100%. I want you to know that you absolutely 100% have what it takes. And I personally am thrilled and so excited to watch you do it. All right. Y'all have a great week. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.